Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome back to the podcast that explores the world within and out. And thank you for subscribing to Traveling Inside Out wherever you get your podcast. And if you could rate it on Apple Podcasts or IMDb, I would be so grateful because it will help me to be found by other listeners like you. Thank you. Today's episode is coming from Paraguay because it's time to present to you my second interview of the season. My conversation with Ajiru was mainly about video games um, because I was so interested to know more about this world that I don't quite understand very well when it comes to video games in a professional, like playing video games in a professional manner. Um, but before letting you listen to our conversation, I do want to mention that I met her in my travels uh, back in 2018. And uh, back then, I, I've already been through some difficulties, I would say. Uh, and she was such a breath of fresh air. And I'm so happy that we are still in touch. And I remember that I don't think I've ever actually told her now, so she's going to probably find out now. Um, she kind of reassured me that I'm not insane because I was starting to be like, am I crazy? Are people a bit tum 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 or like what's going on? And then talking with her and spending a little bit of time with her, it really brought me back to be like, oh, okay, so I, I'm not... I'm not crazy. <laughs> so, yes, I'm really happy that I managed to have a conversation with her. And I hope that you, my listener, are going to enjoy it too. Hi, and thank you for finally, I'm finally, I'm so happy to have you as my guest. Uh, we've known each other for a little bit. I mean, a bit, two, two years, I would say. Uh, for whoever doesn't know you yet, please introduce yourself. Okay. Hi, Alina. I guess it's night already of course so uh, mm -hmm. good evening okay so i'm ajiru i'm more known like ajiru because i don't tell my name just with my family and co-workers so just let's keep it like that i'm peruvian but i live in asuncion paraguay for many years so i can speak a little bit of guarani uh, I can speak English, of course, <laughs> and a little bit of German, and of course, Spanish. Okay, so what do, do I do? Uh, I'm a caster, the person who, who can... You know what is a caster? No? I, I, <laughs> okay. Maybe I do, maybe I, I don't, but I'm pretty sure some of my followers do not. <laughs> okay, so a caster basically is the person that tells what is going on on the game. Like in football, the same thing. I'm a host uh, for these kind of tournaments. Uh, I'm also analyst. I'm like a bit rusty, I think, but now I'm like, I have to read a lot for, to be an, an, an analyst. And mm -hmm. um, what do I do for a living is basically, I work in a TV channel. Mm -hmm. So I like control everything there. I'm in the main control room. So it's like I receive all the cameras and yeah, I feel powerful. <laughs> it's like I'm like, like a broadcaster. It's like uh, mm -hmm. when the program is going to go live, I'm the one that is pushing the button. Um, when, I'm, when we are going to the spot 
to commercials and that stuff the same. Yeah, so yeah. And of course, I like green. You can, if you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can easily tell. <laughs> um, okay, anything else you want to share? Well, I'm pretty happy to have this conversation with you because it's like two, three years that we meet each other. We met each other mm -hmm. and it's like, I, I never in my life imagined that I could talk with somebody that is living in Iceland. And it's like, wow. Um, what <laughs> yeah. you did, like um, uh, going around the world is like, wow. It's like a dream for a lot of people, but few people can make that like you and it's like wow I, I met a person like that and I I, I like that you know <laughs> thank you so much yeah it's not it's not for everyone I would say and I realized that I wouldn't be able to do it again for such a long period of time because I was on the road for eight months almost nine months and it's a lot it it, it took a toll on me it was like and it also my back at the end It was like, I don't know oh. why, but like my back, because guess what? Backpacking truly means that you're using your back. <laughs> yes. It's not easy. Um, it's it's, it's not. But I do have to say that it made me understand that I like more slow traveling. So even mm. if I wouldn't be able to do again a travel for so many months, I would still want like a travel a month. So then I, I slow travel through a region or a country or so on. But let's go back to you. And first, okay. uh, let's start with the beginning. You said that you are from Peru, but you moved in Paraguay. Yeah. When did you move to Paraguay and why? Like when you moved, not why you are still in Paraguay, but like why yeah, yeah, yeah. the decision back okay. then? I, I don't say the, my age because it's like people, it's, They love to to guess what what uh, how old I am, and I never say that, so it's like a okay. mystery. So okay, I sure. moved here when I was a child. I I I was a child. I, I can like I can remember a lot of things. Uh, why? It's because my family. <laughs> mm. The I think weren't so good in Peru, and then we moved here. And my mother is. Is from Paraguay, so I have a lot of family here. Uh, mm -hmm. My father is from Peru. Uh, I have a little, some uh, familiars there. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you said that you are speaking a bit of uh, Guarani, which for whoever doesn't know, that's basically the main language in Paraguay, more or less, or it's slowly dying as far as I realized <laughs> when I was there. I don't know if yeah. I'm right or not, but it's like slowly dying. Um, how did you go about learning it? Did you study Ooh. it in school or did you learn it? No, at school. school. And it was pretty difficult for me because it's totally another language. It's not like English. It's not like Spanish. It's another thing. And mm -hmm. I, I, I really struggle with that. And uh, I don't speak like really fluently because I don't hear it all the time. So it's pretty hard, but I can understand. And the people love to talk like, you know, about things and that kind of stuff. Not <laughs> typical. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I was in school when I moved here. And I was like, um, how can I say that? Uh, they moved me to grades. Uh, mm. 
lower the word. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, to, to start learning. And I was like, I was the biggest girl in the classroom. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. But I, I need to learn. So I needed to learn. So yeah. And the first sentences I could translate it was like, the cow sleeps in the, in the path. <laughs> and how does that sound? Paca poqueta pepe. <laughs> yeah and I was pretty happy with, because I was oh finally I got it you know and yeah and, and they have a sound they, there are plenty languages that have another sounds that you don't know or, or you don't use yeah and it was the the why that mm. they, they say Ugh, and that sound I didn't have so I really was like it was pretty weird but <laughs> I got it finally we have that sound in Romanian as well. Uh, and oh. a lot of people who are trying to make the sound, it sounds more like uh, And I'm like, that's not quite it, but I'm kind mm -hmm. enough to be like, I know what you're trying to say. It's fine. Okay, so many years ago when I graduated university, I worked as a TV producer. Um, oh. And I was working with, we would call it the director. Um, which would be, I'm assuming that that's the name, uh, what you are working in the, in the TV station. It's exactly the person who's calling the shots basically during uh, the shooting. Mm, not really. It's like I, I receive all the, the, the images, the videos, uh, the, the material from the, oh. uh, the ca cameraman from outside mm -hmm. and I, I tell the switcher who is the person that is switching all the images that I oh, okay I now I get it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but what I wanted to say is that back then and it's been more than 10 years it was really difficult because I was a tv producer so some people were supposed to listen to what I had to say mm. but the majority of them were male and I was so young, yes. I was in my early 20s, and nobody would give an F about what I had to say and so on. So I wanted to ask, how is it nowadays to work in a TV station wow. as a female in Paraguay, okay. which I'm not going to put down Paraguay, but I have to say that unfortunately, South America still has a lot of machismo. Yes. And that's the right. honest truth. <laughs> so how <laughs> is it? Okay, so I work in the technical area, so it's mm -hmm. full of men. So yeah, yeah. like uh, I'm I could be the only girl in the room and it's a really small room and they can be like seven, eight guys, and it's like Okay, it's like it feels weird, you know. But I still work with uh, with another two girls, so it's like more okay. We I can hear another female voice, but yeah, it's it's like yes, I got to fun. It's it feels I feel that, but not that much right now. At the uh, at the beginning, my coworkers like they love to tease me to um uh, uh, to bother me and stuff like that. Like that, like. They used to um, put away my shoe so I can find it. And it's like, why do they do that? I didn't do yeah. anything to them. And it's like so childish, you know, it's so, so full. Mm -hmm. But well, um, yeah, it's like weird, but 
like I have my character too. Like I'm I if I don't like something, I tell you. I'm pretty direct to you. So it's like yeah. okay, I'm not laughing, so please stop doing that and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um with the time they stop. So <laughs> and okay. so then switching from TV channel now. Granted, I don't play as many video games as you do, Ooh. or as well as you do. Even though I think I did beat you. What did we play? I don't remember what we played. We played Coffee. something. Oh, yeah, we we played something. Ah, what? And I and I won like one game, and I was like, I can't believe it, but I don't remember what it was, and it was just a lot of fun. Either. Yeah, I think it was in the Nintendo. Yeah, I think so. It was like yeah, there's a something. picture, but I don't remember that game. So maybe something like Mario Bros. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, or something. Probably. Yeah, but I don't anyway, remember the game. Um, so my question is, how how does it go with being a female in gaming? Because oh. I know though that again, like ten years ago, maybe it wouldn't have been so okay. But I think it's quite a rise now in females playing video games so i please tell me that it's better <laughs> okay so to start in my house uh, i used to, i used to have i still have a brother <laughs> uh, we used to play together so for mm-hmm. me it was like so natural then i finally uh, um, set up my own pc mm-hmm. and i start playing and there's a lot of machism like oh you're a girl go to the kitchen oh you're a girl make me a sandwich and i was like what it's like okay mute 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 and i don't wanna uh, hear or read something like that it's so full so that's why here in Paraguay we create uh, a group of ladies that it's uh, called gaming girls paraguay so a lot of gamer girls could uh, meet with each other and talk about problems or solutions or just to to feel comfortable with another girl that that does the same thing like so yeah and people or boys maybe don't see but there's a lot of female playing it's like maybe 50 50 already or something like that, but it, there's a lot of girls. The only thing that I can't see yet is uh, pro girls playing. It's like uh, now you can see the world championship and it's full of guys. There's no girls. And that's None. like a, a goal that we as women have. But it's it's quite uh, difficult. I, it's like in, in a lot of regions here in South America, there's a lot of championships uh, that are full focus to female. Mm-hmm. So they are like trying to move more the, the community and make more mm-hmm. uh, to invite the, the girls to play that they don't have to be ashamed or feel fear because there's some boy that is going to say something like, ah, you don't know how to play this game and stuff like that. And it's so silly, you know, but yeah, there are yeah, like I that. used to play, um, so I have a Steam account. I used to play Left 4 Dead, um, and then I would play Team Fortress. Um, and I would play these two games because they were given to me by a friend that he wanted to have someone to play with. And he's like, I'm going to give you the game. I'm going to teach you how to play. Let's <laughs> just play. And I'm like, okay, awesome. 
I was trying to get a bit better because I was like, well, I keep falling down the freaking building in Lefortel. <laughs> I'm not like, at least if I would be killed by a zombie, but I'm killing myself by falling on a building. <laughs> like, you know, so I would try to, okay, let me get better, but I wouldn't get better if I would just play with the computer because it's not the same. So like, let me just go into some random rooms or whatever they are called. Oh my God, like, I'm imagining that maybe there were some boys that they were like 15 years old or something, but they oh. were really mean. And I'm like, how, like, what? I was like, I'm just gonna not say. However, however, when I moved to Team Fortress, and this is what I want to ask you in a moment, as soon as I said that I'm a girl, so it might be the age difference. Maybe there were there's another target playing that video game and another target playing get this other game. I would receive so many gifts as in in that game you can get like a helmet or like a whatever that will help your character. As soon mm-hmm. as I as I mentioned that I'm female or I made myself known that I'm a female, I would get so many gifts and I'm like okay. So over there, they are <laughs> nasty talking. Over here, I get presents. Do you yeah. have something like this that is like, well, actually, wait, there are some good things coming out of this as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes there are like boys that are like faking their girls to receive gifts. Too. But you know, I, <laughs> I haven't. I haven't. It's like for my birthday, sometimes I receive something, but it's not like, oh, yes, here's a girl. I'm going to give her something. And it's like, no, it doesn't happen with me. I don't know why. I don't know why. (laughs) But okay. (laughs) I can buy my stuff too. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That is true. 100%. I agree with you. Um, So tell me, what is comfort zone for you? And I truly mean in general in life. I don't mean necessarily in a specific area in your life. Okay. For me, right now, I'm like a, in a really comfort zone. I'm working in a place that I can, it's two o'clock and I can go out. So it's like to have that in my life is so relieving because in my other work in before pandemic, I was like, yeah, I'm going, my my time is till 6 p.m., but I was till 10, 11 in the, in the night, and I couldn't make anything, so now I can do a lot of things. Maybe I'm not earning a, a, the money I want, but I, I have peace, so I really like that. Uh, then to to play, to stream, to, to, to even sleep or to go and skate is like, I'm feeling so, this is like the time of my life I feel I'm okay with me. And I'm not rushing, I'm still living with my parents, well, with my mother, because to, to live alone here in Paraguay, it's pretty expensive. So I was like, okay, I like kind of feel bad because I'm, I'm, I'm not like 18 years old, but it's like, I prefer, to help my mother and to live in my house and not like uh, throwing away money because of living alone when I can help my mother and I, I'm pretty fine here. So it's like, okay, I'm not gonna like 
toll for the social pressure that it means because yeah in europe is another thing you can go out and i am maybe you have more uh it's more easy i think when i was in mm. germany i saw it and it's more easy to go out to go out of the house but here it's not that easy not if you don't have a, a good job or something but now i'm feeling okay and i'm i'm in peace so yeah that's i'm in my comfort zone right now with my routine so then how do you feel about getting outside of your comfort zone and i want to make the difference between getting outside of the comfort zone and living outside of the comfort zone well <laughs> the, i think it could be changing the, my job or maybe going out of my house but yeah I, in those two things because i wouldn't never change my other things, my hobbies, for example, like streaming or playing. But yeah, the way of living is it's mm -hmm. something that I could, I could totally change to get mm -hmm. out of the comfort zone. So tell me, how did you get into video games? Well, when I was a child, uh, my mother, well, Santa Claus, <laughs> uh, <laughs> brought this Nintendo and we started playing with my brother like this fighting game and it was okay because we can we could fight with each other but not in the physical uh, dimension <laughs> just on the TV then I don't know I think it was some friends that told me about this game League of Legends and I was like okay but I didn't understand anything of it so I quit and two years later, or maybe one year and, and something later, there was a boyfriend that told me, hmm, this character suits you. It's called Jinx. And I was like, okay, you can make a cosplay about her because I'm into cosplay too, but not that much because it's expensive. And I was like, okay, why, do, why don't you play with me? And I was, okay, I, I can try, but I do have, I have a laptop. Uh, so yeah, I will give it a chance again. Uh, here we are, like seven, eight years later. <laughs> and actually, my that boyfriend stopped playing. And I'm still here and I do a lot of things. And that's something uh, I didn't I didn't see at the time that I was going to um, organize events, events like viewing parties. Um, the biggest one I uh, was in the 2019. November, October, November, and there were there were more than 300 people, and I was like, wow, so many people coming to see the finals of the of 2019. Then I organized tournaments. I I I'm a caster too. I am an an analyst, and I am a host. And I'm like, oh my god, I can do a lot of things with this. I'm not. It's not just playing, you know. It's like you can do a lot of things if you want, because there's a lot of people that just want to play, and it's okay. But I was like, okay, I'm gonna discover these things, you know, and here we are. Uh, my next question was, how did you got in, how did you get into cosplay? But you kind of already answered. Um, so, it, was that the only reason why you decided to go with that specific character? I think you, you're doing more than one character, though, don't you? Yeah, 
but like two of a game because it's expensive and I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't know, <laughs> it's expensive and I have to wait like a month if I have, I, if I went a, a week or something because I live here, I'm not in another, in Europe or, or United States that you can, you can have the things more quickly, but okay. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And I... I start cosplaying because I like the that I can represent another person or I, I can be someone I look up at and it's like pretty powerful, you know? It's like this character that I cosplay Jinx is like a crazy girl and it's like I'm I'm like shy sometimes and it's like okay with her I I break that, you know. And it's interesting. That's so interesting that you say. I, I wanted to say that the only time when I've met another person who was doing cosplay was still, I was still in Iceland, but I was in my first year here when I was a volunteer. And during that volunteering time, we would have one gathering with other volunteers from the uh, city, but from other programs. And we went somewhere outside of the city, basically, into like a cabin to have like a meeting and to play all sort of social games and so on. So my roommate, she was from Finland and she was the shyest person that I've met and so quiet. (laughs) And she had like a long blonde hair and everybody would be like, so scared to like touch her or anything she seems like it's like she's gonna break like china you know it's like and then she's so uh, she's um so us uh pictures with her and we were all like mind blown because (laughs) granted it was kind of of course a sexy character and we were like how like what what we were what? like exactly and <laughs> we are we are telling me that maybe you are a little bit more shy in reality but when you are that character you get to be a bit more that's interesting what do you yeah. think makes that easier though is it because you're really trying to be that character or why do you think it's it's easier for you Ah, when the people don't see like you, it's like if you put a wig, if you put some contact lenses and you have another kind of uh, ah, of clothes, I'll, it's I'll like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like you, it's you, but it's not you. And it's like, I, I think that that switch is the thing that makes that, that change. So you feel like they wouldn't judge you, they would judge the character uh, and since you are you know, not the I, character like, i yeah maybe you can feel that but i'm like okay i like i i think the cosplayer is the person that knows most that all the failures that have the, the, the outfit so oh, it's like okay. mm-hmm. and sometimes you start like i i know i have to do this or to improve that and it's like okay but i can't right now so it's like to accept that at least in my case yeah. And it's like, okay, I'm going to have fun with it, you know, it's because at the end it's just for having fun and it's like, you have fun and you can like bring this character to life to other people that like it too. And the first time I, I wore the, the full cosplay, but not the contact lenses that uh, at that time, uh, there was a boy I didn't know and it was like, oh my God, 
it's Jinx. And I was like, okay, what's going on? Well, please, uh, step on me. And I was like, oh my God, are you kidding me? No, 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 please, 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 step on me. And he he was on the floor and then I put my foot over him and then they took a picture and I was like, okay, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I'm, no, 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 I'm okay. I, it, your golf place is perfect. And I'm like, okay, it was so weird. Wow. <laughs> what an experience. <laughs> and yes, I just, I, I just did that. Oh, well, that was weird. But yeah, it's like that people don't see like, they don't know who are you? And when you are in the character, it's like, you are just a character. It doesn't matter anything else. So then can we switch back to the comfort zone? Because I think this is quite an interesting. So you are shy, but you are going outside of your comfort zone and dressing as that character. And then look at you just literally telling us a story <laughs> about that was really out of your comfort zone. Like a yes. random guy being like, do this because like, oh my God, you know. So there you go. You don't necessarily need to leave your home or yeah. you can do these little things that can take you out of your comfort zone. And then you can come back to it, come back in, your, in the safety of your home, but still put yourself out there when the time feels yeah. right. Right? Yeah, you- yeah, I didn't have thought about that. That's a good point, actually. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thank you. No <laughs> worries. And you know that the, the, the outfit, the clothing that I I wear with some characters, it's like, you don't, I don't have anything just to, uh, like, I have all my apps, like, you can see everything, you know? It's mm-hmm. like, yes, a top and, and shorts or maybe a, a large, how, how the name of that, a skirt a long skirt maybe mm-hmm. and it's like uh usually i don't i, I don't dress like that <laughs> it's like yeah. I'm, I'm covering all, all of me and then mm-hmm. with these characters it's like nope I, i'm showing myself like exactly i so I, I know i know people who go to carnivals and i know um it's like all the rules don't apply during a carnival when it comes to the way that you dress. So I know people who would like, exactly as you say, like they don't feel that comfortable because they have a bit of a belly or whatever. Mm-hmm. During the carnival, they just have like a tiny top or if they are a man, no top at all. And it's just <laughs> perfectly okay. Everybody enjoys life, dancing and whatever. But as soon as you take them out of the carnival, no, I need my shirt back. I need my things yeah. to cover and so on. <laughs> and it's so interesting. It's fascinating for me to basically see it from outside. And I think these little things make us ha- happy at the end of the day, right? Yes. Like makes your life is worth living. Like it's better like this because you're doing this and this makes you happy. So then why not keep doing it, right? Of course. As long as yeah. you can do it. <laughs> you should try it someday. Like just to buy a wig that you like and it's like some some color and to I think um, I would just... make my, my boyfriend very happy. He's into all sorts of anime. Mm. So I think as soon as I would tell him like, oh, I would like to, <laughs> I think he would have like five suggestions to throw at me and be like, oh my God, do this or this or that. So <laughs> maybe yeah, one day I will send a picture and be like, look what I did. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see that. And you will have a lot of fun, you know? 
of healthy and pretty, uh, you know, fun. <laughs> you know what I mean. A lot I of fun. I totally know. <laughs> I totally know what you mean. So, um, by the look of it, you have your job. Now you have, a, let's say, a shorter schedule. But then you also have a lot of hobbies. Also, you, as you were saying, you are a host, a caster, analyst, streamer on Twitch and so on. So one would say that you are quite busy on a daily basis. So tell me, how do you keep mo yourself motivated? Well, I, you know, everything that I want to do, like it, uh, the game itself, motivates me a lot uh, or maybe I find a lot of motivation to be better on the game I, that's the mm -hmm. thing because a lot of people maybe they play because they want company and they play with friends and if the, their friends are not playing they don't want to play I'm not like that it's like I'm gonna set my own goals and try to reach them so I keep myself always like uh, recycling my goals and motivate me endlessly mm -hmm. yeah so it's I like okay yeah, I mean, sorry. That's a, yeah, that's a, that's a good reasoning. Getting better at your art in the end, that's that's an amazing reason. I I totally agree with you. Um, so the name of my podcast being traveling inside out. Most of the time, I talk about traveling as in the actual travels and the inner journey, which can be traveling as well as in when you discover who you are as a person and so on right so tell me or talk to me about when do you feel the most lonely when I'm sad when I'm sad and I'm like giving myself with a with a stick <laughs> when I'm sad <laughs> it's like I'm, I feel lonely and stuff like that but it's like with a lot of uh, I don't know how many years ago but I'm alone, I'm single, and I, I love that. I, like, I love myself and my company. So it's like, just when I'm sad, it's like I feel not alone, but, but like, like I'm, not, uh, I'm not enough and stuff like that. But to feel like, to be bored or to be alone, it's like, I don't feel that. It's like I always is, uh, find something to do or to watch or something. So it's like, for me, it's fine. <laughs> and I like that. Yeah, but lonely not because I'm not that social. So it's like if you invite me to go to a shopping mall or something to eat something, I think, oh my God, I have to leave to, to see people and to, ah, I don't know. The people stress me so much. <laughs> yeah. But, and yeah. I mean, I think even now, or maybe now even more than usual because of the pandemic, I know for a fact, um, in my case, I always hated crowds and I always hated when people would stay really close to me like oh, if I yeah. would you know like queuing and somebody would like breathe in my neck but now yes, personal space but now mm. it's like I get to say to people like can you please move because of the pandemic it's kind of okay yes. now to push people physically the, the away like, don't stay so close to me <laughs> um, but since you are saying when you are sad what makes you sad Oh, I think, okay, what gives me, um, I think it's my period. 
<laughs> my PMS and that stuff so because my I it's like I'm pretty okay and then there are some days that I go down 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 and I feel pretty bad maybe when I'm losing a game that makes me sad too but it's like oh okay I'm gonna quit this thing for a while and then I'm gonna tomorrow I, I will give it a chance and again but yeah it's like the the things that I don't expect uh, comes well and went bad and it's like okay I can control that and it's like the, the thing that I can accept that thing is that I makes me suffer you know mm -hmm. but it's like we have to we all have to work in, in that thing maybe mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah I mean don't get me started with the PMS so I <laughs> yeah I, I totally get that that's yeah that's my main reason normally exactly um, I know there are a lot of conversations, maybe I don't know how it is in Paraguay, uh, but I know that in other countries, there are a lot of conversations regarding video games, if they are safe or not, because they depict a lot of violence and all of that conversation, which I'm going to tell you first my opinion. I believe that there are a lot of things to learn from video games. Again, there's a lot of conversation having regarding the violence and so on. So where do you stand on that? Yeah, I talk about that on a TV show once. And I, mm -hmm. I, I'm like, the video games doesn't make the, the person violent. It's the person mm -hmm. itself. You know, when the person is like frustrated and something like they lack of something is that they're gonna like, yeah, I'm gonna be uh, a bad person because I feel like that. Come on, football doesn't make people violent, but there's, you have those fans that are like crazy. So it's like, you can't blame it on the video games. Or maybe, I don't know. It's like, I don't, do you, I don't think that. I don't. Do you think then, then it's easier to blame it on video games because maybe there are a lot of people who I mean I told you before starting interview I don't understand a lot about the video game um, the whole sport behind it but do you think mm. it's easier to blame it on video games because it's uh, easier than regulating anything else it's easier to just blame it yes. on this and because at the end of the day it's still played by young adults not fully grown adults so it's easier mm. as a 40 50 year old to blame it on no those kids in their 20s they are doing this and this and that do you think that's also a reason it's yes yeah, as, as you said it's more easy to blame it because it's like oh yeah it's like if you're a parent and you're watching your son like it's like playing those games and you don't like and you is is like why you don't understand what the game is about right it's like oh yeah i just uh, hear these shooting things and it's like that's violent and my my i don't have time with my son but i just let him play and then it's like if you don't understand what it, your son is doing your son or daughter it's like <laughs> it's not a video game you know it's a time that you are not sharing with your with your child um normally that's the thing with all these kids that are like uh, they go too deep with video games and it's like they i don't know if they i think they can actually separate a video game of on our the real life 
But it's like, I don't know. When you have a psychotic person in front of you, like it's because it's it's already a psychotic person. Or yeah. a, or right? It's not because of a video game. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like I as I told you, I used to play fighting games with my brother, but we mm-hmm. never punch each other. I like yeah. okay. I I always said that that for me would be literally the opposite. When I'm too angered at the world, I would rather Mm. go and kill some zombies with the freaking frying pan, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and then I take it all on the freaking zombie and then I'm done with it. And I never took a frying pan and wanted to hit someone in the head. Never. Yeah. You know, like I never had that. Um, so yeah, I don't, however, what annoys the crap out of me is when people are talking, oh, the video games, the violence, the video games. And I'm like, okay, I understand that there are a lot of video games in which the people are killing something and so on. However, 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 there are so many other kind of video games that are so, you know, like beautiful and nobody's dying and like let's cancel (laughs) video games and I'm like that's like saying cancel music because someone says something that you don't like in a rap song like what like pump the brakes let's like what no it's like nowadays it's like blame on the video games and before it was the books, the music, oh, that's satanic and stuff like that. It's, there are so, always, uh, it depends on the time, there is something to blame on. It's, yeah, it's totally the trend. So then um, what did video game teach you though? You didn't actually answer to that question. Oh, that, okay. I have to <laughs> open my, my mind to understand the strategy Mm. behind all the things and it's like okay how I can reach this thing uh, and not having problems in the process and it's like uh, I don't uh, and then I I have to read a lot to know what this item do does do ah (laughs) and and what my opponent does also and it's like I have to 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 think a lot like fast and um, it's like uh, it, it makes you think faster. I, I, I like that. Then that's why I like to be an analyst because I have to, to think why, how it's going to be, why he's winning, why she's losing or something like that. And wow, it opened a lot of doors for me. Yeah. I, I remember back in the day, so I've, I've never had a Nintendo and I've never had, like, what we had when I was growing up was a knockoff version of a Nintendo, because firstly, it would be too expensive, but also you couldn't mm. find it back in Romania in the 90s, you couldn't find a Nintendo or anything like that, so back in the day, those kind of games that were also kind of stolen from Nintendo and so on, they wouldn't have, like, you would have three freaking lives. And then you die. And then you have to start from the beginning. 
There were uh, the games wouldn't be with you can save and start from with a memory whatever card, yeah. level. Yes, yes, so yes. I think that build a lot of character, and I think it builds a bit of character when you have to remake the same mistake, because nowadays we are not learn, we are not taught that much to fix our own mistakes. Yeah. In general, I mean, we are taught to like it's a mistake. You move on. You keep going. You keep going. You keep going. You you rarely go back and be like, okay, let me see what was that. Let me do it again until I know how to do it properly. So I think that's also a thing that matters. And I think it's a maybe it's gonna be a generational thing. I'm in my mid thirties. I get to talk about age and all that. <laughs> um, but yeah, how how do you feel about that? Yeah, I, I didn't thought about that, but it's like if you get frustrated, you won't win. So it's like you have to mm. overcome the, the situation to mm-hmm. know how to fix the problem and and go and win, right? And it's like that, and of course to be patient because it's not like oh, okay, I saw that on YouTube and then I I I went and do the thing. No. Like it, it's a process, so you have to be patient, you have to understand the problem, and then you have to to go and repeat until it's done. And that's a really good skill in life, actually, as you're telling. Totally, totally agree. I also want to ask you about your travels because you did mention uh, that you speak German and I'm going, I know for sure that we've been to Germany. Uh, Do you want to tell us how was your trip in Germany and have you been to any other countries in Europe? Oh, yes. And I used to want to go and know more, but oh, it's far away. Uh, (laughs) I went as an au pair in Germany for a year Mm -hmm. and I was so lucky that the last weekend I was there, like I was leaving on Monday, there was a, the World Championship of League of Legends in Berlin. And I was like, oh my God, it's three hours away from me. And I, I like, perfect. I spent, yes, I, it's like the perfect closure for that. I, I, I was so hyped. Oh my God, I went alone. I, I was with my cosplay. Like I, I didn't have any friends over there, but I still enjoyed that much because it's like, that's the thing I, I really like about myself. Like I don't need of another person to do the things. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but you can lose things, you know, because mm-hmm. of that. Um, yeah, it was like, I couldn't, I, I really get a lot of frustration because I couldn't talk as I wanted the German language because it's really difficult. And mm-hmm. I was like going, when I was here in Paraguay, I was studying five days per week. And when I was there, the first two months, I didn't study anything of any German. And then mm-hmm. I went once a week and I was like so behind and I feel mm-hmm. really frustrated because of that. And um, that's uh, one of the, thought, the things I didn't like it, but well, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm in the dance, so I have to, to dance, right? Yeah, <laughs> um, exactly. But then I was like, okay, I have one month of vacation. So I, um, well, not that a month actually, but uh, I start to travel at the end 
of the of my year mm -hmm. uh, to another places, another country. Because at the, at the beginning, I, I traveled a lot with a father. Uh, he liked the concerts. And I was like, oh, yeah. And we were like pals going to concerts. Mm -hmm. And I went, oh, my God, I, I saw Muse. I saw uh, Baby Metal. I don't know, a lot of Limp Biscuit for the second time. And I was like, oh, my God, maybe I'm not with friends, but I was so happy. And um, we used to, yes, and he 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 did drive like three hours to a place and then three hours back. And I was like, oh, my God, that's a lot. But he loved to drive. So I was like, okay, if he loves it, I'm okay. Because I was <laughs> like, I'm, I'm like feeling like a burden, you know, but he mm -hmm. loved to drive. So I was okay. We're fine. Yeah. Um, wow, uh, I could visit my friend that was living there like for mm -hmm. four or five years. She's from Paraguay and then she went to Germany to study and I was like, I didn't see her for a long time and I I could make it happen to see her. I went to her house a lot of times and I was like, it, it wasn't another like three, four hours from where I was living. Mm -hmm. And then I went to Austria two mm -hmm. times, then to Hungary, to Czech Republic. Mm -hmm. Oh, and this place, I never remember. Bratislava is from... Slovakia. Oh, I, thank you. I always, it's like a Slovakia one. There's another country that sounds similar. Yeah. But yeah, it's Slovakia. Mm -hmm. And I went to France too. And um, I I passed through how was the name of oh in English Belgica I forgot the name in English Belgium but yeah yes thank you I forgot no but worries. just passing through <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, yeah I I really want to know uh, Finland or Spain oh my God Italy mm -hmm. maybe but yeah it, Spain is like pretty big and it has a lot of a lot of, um, how do you say? Ah, my English, oh my God. Uh, a lot <laughs> of different views. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That is true. Well, I haven't Landscapes. seen some of... Landscapes. Landscapes. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen some of the countries that you've seen in Europe. And I think it's only normal because I don't think you've seen all the countries that I've seen in South America. I think it's... Mm. <laughs> So it's only, it, it works perfectly. Um, but yeah, I think um, it's really, how did you feel? Because it's one thing when you travel and another mm. thing when you live in another country. Mm. Do you remember what was one of like the cultural shock of living oh my, in Germany? Yes. At the time I put my first food on Germany well I, uh, before I, when we were um, when the plane landing. was landing, landing thank you I, I I saw so many green and so clean and I was like oh my god that's nothing like Paraguay you know it's like oh, no. so <laughs> so dirty I don't I don't like it and the people is so dirty and they don't have organization and in in Germany oh my god Everything has its place. And it's like, I, I think, I think, um, I describe the German people like clocks. 
like they all have a, a function to do and they do it really well. And it's like, mm -hmm. if you go to a small village where I was living in a small place, they have the supermarket, they have the the charge, uh, uh, a park. I don't know. They have everything. They don't need anything else from outside, you know? And it's like, that's so cool because it's like when you are living in a, in a small place, normally in maybe in South America, you have to go to the capital to to have some stuff that you can find in your place. Yeah. And and the, the transportation is like, oh my God, it's another thing. It's like here you never know when it's gonna come the bus. And there you have even <laughs> applications. You have apps to know, okay, in five minutes it's gonna come my my train. And it's it's so cool, you know. Oh my god. First world stuff. It's so cool. You really went from one extreme to the other because Germany totally. is to the extreme for <laughs> sure. That's over yes. the top. And Paraguay, I remember first time when I took the bus in Paraguay. No, oh my God. I was trying to take the bus and I was like, where is the bus stop? And someone was like, well, just stay in an intersection and raise your hand. And I'm like, what? Yes. <laughs> Like yes. how? It's, like, like, it's so no. weird if you if you're not from here you're never gonna guess that because it's like so so weird but i think that that happens only here you know because in another places they have their bus stop or they train station and stuff like that but here nope you have to to figure it out but yourself it's you really have to trust your gut a lot do you still have a scooter Yes. <laughs> you still oh, have yes. the scooter, right? It's like a blue. What color is it? Yes, sky blue, sky blue. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I remember. I'm in love I with remember. that theme. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's perfect. Um, so my last question for you is, Ajiru, what makes you happy? Okay. Eating uh, what I like like pota uh, uh, potato, <gasps> french fries, french fries, it's french fries, yes, like, you know, the ones that comes in a, in a tube, uh, mm -hmm. or maybe popcorn, to watch a movie, or maybe a, 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 a something, a, a series, or something like that, and to play, I, I, I don't know, it's like, to be in peace, and eat, I'm, I'm happy. And play, oh, yeah, that's and that's to, perfect. Yeah, I don't need that much. It's like whenever I can have food and do something, I, I'm okay. And maybe <laughs> if I can get a little help of the plants, if you know what I mean, I'm gonna know better. Yes, <laughs> I can tell you the one thing that I really, really, really miss from Paraguay is chipa. I love oh. chipa. Like I was keep joking when I was there that I'm gonna become a chiparesa, and I'm just gonna <laughs> live my best life, and I'm gonna be like this fat, and I'm gonna be happy <laughs> forever, and so on. So oh. if I will ever make it back to Paraguay, chipa is gonna be like the first thing that I wanna have. Like oh, really, that's chipa. <laughs> <laughs> and for With whoever cocido. doesn't know, it's like a cheesy bread roll kind of a thing it's yeah. difficult to explain you just have to try it 
and be in heaven. <laughs> but like the freshly made ones. Yes. Not the when it's still yeah. with that heat. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Now I want a chipper too. Oh. Um, well, so this was kind of my um questions for you. And of course, for whoever doesn't follow you yet, uh, where can people find you? Well, in all places like Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, like Ajiru. Ajiru-chan or Ajiru. If you write Ajiru, you will find me. Green hair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. I will put your yeah. contact in the podcast notes anyway for whoever wants to check that out in case uh, that they don't follow you already. Who knows? Maybe they do. And uh, yeah, that was kind of it. If you want to say anything else, if not, I want to thank you so much for giving me so much time. <laughs> and it's always, always a pleasure. I'm so happy we were able to do this. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really happy that you are doing this podcast thing that I really look at up you. I really look up at you. Yeah, I see that, right? Because you, the, all the things you did, like traveling, it's like, oh my God, as I told you at the beginning. And to still have this contact with you is like, it's gold. And <laughs> yeah, the, the people that we met, well, the, well, okay, the, the person that we met to meet each other, it's like, mm -hmm. I no longer talk with that person. And yeah, me it's like, to, <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't, I, I okay. Yes, there. And uh, it's like to, to have this connection with you. Maybe we don't talk that much. Maybe we don't uh, say hello every day. But it's like, that's the thing to have a friendship like overseas. It's, I don't know, it's so cool, you know. And you have a, you, you know, a lot of things. You saw a lot of things. You experiment a lot of things. And it's like, oh my God. I, I really. I really Thank like you. you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. You yeah. are so, so kind. And we should try to talk much more. And of course, if you ever come to Iceland, please let me know. I would love to meet you again. If I will come again to Paraguay, who knows? Maybe yeah. better times will come. And hopefully, <laughs> if not anywhere else in the world, who knows? And if I do decide to try some cosplay, You're the first one I'm going to go to to ask yes. for advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will wait for that someday. <laughs> There is no rush. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Helvina. This concludes today's episode. Thank you for listening. And if you want to get in touch with me, you can do so by emailing to alinaswonders at gmail.com. Until next time, Follow your dreams and stay true to yourself.